Please note that this podcast contains explicit content and adult language. It may not be suitable for listeners under 18. You sent her the teaser oh, yeah. trailer for the podcast. I think I think it probably pissed her off a little bit. She said that some of the stuff that was said was wrong and that she wants to clear some of it up. Um, so I put, I'm video calling Robert again today because I've got to do another interview. It won't be until the evening time. But do you want me to tell him you're willing to talk to him or you could jump mm. on with us? Who's Abby? Yeah. I want to know who Abby is. Let's talk yeah. about Abby. My name is Robert Hoxie. My name is Julia Pink. This is Fine Bailey, episode 11. In the last episode, we again heard from Kim. To all of our surprise, she was able to get a hold of the catfish and ask her some questions. The catfish again repeated the same story she had told Stephen. That she was not the only one responsible, that there was another girl, a friend, who she was helping, named Abby. Kim also asked about the Instagram account, Tabitha Lane Kid, who had followed and befriended Kim on Instagram in 2017. The catfish's memory didn't serve her well whether she was behind the account or not but we were almost certain that she was. The messages that Tabitha Lane Kid sends Kim, there are direct parallels with some of the Bailey Jester stories that she uses with Steven. But not only that. We compared the messages that Alicia was sending Kim with the messages that Tabitha Lane Kid had sent Kim. And there were some striking similarities with misspellings of certain words and various grammatical errors that were very consistent. We had spent nearly two hours on the phone with Kim, asking her questions about the photos. And again, in the second interview, we spent another two hours discussing her conversation with the catfish. During this time, we were holding out hope that the catfish would eventually agree to do an interview. She was very reluctant, which we understood. But her reluctance quickly changed after Kim sent her the trailer for the podcast. As Kim put it, she seemed a little pissed off. The catfish claimed that Bailey Jester's engagements were actually fake, merely a joke to piss off an ex of one of the men she was catfishing. There were other stories in the trailer that she refuted as well, and she wanted to clear them up. Kim recommended she reach out to us. And a day after Kim and Robert spoke for the second time, he received a message on Facebook. You're gonna read as the catfish, and I'm gonna read as me. Go ahead and start. Hey, Kim told me you wanted me to reach out to you. Hi, Alicia. Really glad to hear from you. Thanks for touching base with me. As you know, I'm producing a podcast about your catfish profile, Bailey Jester. We are in the latter stages of finishing up the final edits, and I was hoping to do a recorded interview with you. As I told Kim, I won't use your last name, but I do want to find out the truth about all of this. So I'll be asking some tough questions, but I'm not judging or trying to attack you. Does my name even have to be used? She was telling me that names won't be. Not last names, but yes, first names have and will be used. Yeah, because she told me it could be anonymous and that names wouldn't be used. Because I'm just worried about my job and family and don't need anyone coming at me. I don't want to pry into your personal life, but this podcast is about finding the truth. I've been talking to her about it, and I've been trying to work up to talking to you. Because one, I already feel like I'm not going to be making sense because there's a lot to say. And when I have a lot to say, stuff just gets jumbled up and doesn't make sense. Did she send you the messages? She has shared messages, and we have talked about what you've discussed. I'm very interested in who Abby is, and perhaps you can help us find her. Abby Rios. I'm pretty sure she has me blocked. Like I told Kim, I haven't had contact with anyone since Steven and I discussed everything, which I couldn't be more grateful, because ever since everything, I've put it all in the back of my mind, and just have like totally dropped everything and everyone. I'm the type of person that if I want to forget anything, be over it, I'm done. So I've been as helpful as I could get. But I'm trying to open up to you guys, just a little on edge. Cause what, it's been almost two years now, and all of a sudden it's being dragged up. Sorry if any of that sounded rude. I'm not trying to be. 
How about you take some time to consider and let me know what you think. And if you want to hear some of the rough cut episodes, I'd be glad to share them. I hope you consider helping us and talking with us. Thanks so much. Have a good night. I'm interested in hearing them. The next morning, I sent her the first episode of the podcast. Here's the link to episode one. Could you please send me all the information you have on Abby Rios slash Foster? Her age, location, anything you have so we can track her down. Abby, she's 33. She's located mostly in Cali, last I heard, because of family. Do you have any more information on Abby? Pictures? Question mark. Black hair, a lot of facial piercings. Let me see if I can find any. I've been trying to figure out old MySpace email and password to get info, but I'm not having any luck. What city does she live in? Brothers or sisters? Phone number or email? I want to say LA or San Fran. She has brothers, but not sure who they are. She never really talked about them much. And I have a question. Is there any way you guys can take out my sister's name in that episode you just sent me? She has nothing to do with this, and Steven got it wrong when I made the order. I said my name, not hers. I don't know why he said that. Along with what happened to my grandma, that's true. And I know you guys said this is supposed to be anonymous. That is definitely going to be pinpointed at me. You guys have no idea about how my family treats me. Not a single one of them knew about any of this, and I don't want any of them dragged into this. And honestly, I'm willing to answer any questions you guys want to ask me. So when she's talking about her sister's name, she's talking about the Starbucks story. I need you to tell me the Starbucks story one more time. You have to use yeah. the name Alicia. Alicia. <laughs> I was going to say, I was thinking about that today. I was like, I still don't even know what name I'm supposed to use. Alicia. Yeah. Alicia. Alicia. So originally, when Stephen told us the Starbucks story in the very first interview, he said that he heard another name other than Alicia. So for the sake of anonymity, let's just say he heard the name Ashley. He's talking to Bailey Jester. She's at Starbucks. And the barista asks for the name for the order, and she says Ashley. In the original cut of, the, of this podcast that we sent Alicia, she says Ashley has nothing to do with this. And actually, Stephen heard wrong. She actually had said Alicia, but Steven says he claims he heard Ashley. Again, Ashley is a pseudonym for this other name he heard, and we're not even gonna mention that name because we're trying to protect her, I guess, out of respect for this catfish who says Ashley had nothing to do with this. What you heard in the previous episode was actually a re-recorded version of Steven's story. But Steven does have a hard time trying to remember that it is Alicia that he heard. In his mind, he heard this other name. He says he heard Ashley, but Alicia says that he heard wrong. The thing is, I can't imagine that I would come up with the name of I don't. I don't think I know anybody by the name I mean, I mean, that's just what I heard. It had to have been. Because otherwise, if it sounded anything like Alicia, I would have thought Alicia. We need to point out that Stephen remembers this well before we found the catfish and well before we realized that the catfish has a sister that goes by this name. So the catfish claims that the sister had nothing to do with it, but somehow Stephen had come up with the very name of her sister in the Starbucks story. He just came up with it. On his own. It's a completely different name than Alicia. And he somehow heard this and the catfish said, no, he heard wrong. He did not hear my sister's name. He heard my name. All speculation, no no real evidence to prove this besides the Starbucks story. What if her sister was helping, but her sister, Dino, is married with kids. And what if this husband had no idea? So to protect her, and you know, she's saying, listen, Alicia, you cannot let them know that I had anything to do with it. You need to deny this, or I'm, I might let this fuck. This is your fault. But then again, I mean, I, I, can't, I, I don't feel like I was talking to two different people. It could explain why she was able to do this. 
from all of the accounts they had to cover, keeping things in line, an accountability partner sort of thing. But again, this is, we're just speculating. We don't have any other solid proof that says it was Alicia and the sister. Or even two people, yeah. Yeah, even two people, besides the Starbucks story, which is, it might just be a weird coincidence. Let's get back to the messages when I start asking her about Abby. No last names will be used, so tracking you down through a single first name is almost impossible. Like I said, we are just trying to find the truth. Not if details that's very true is in this, like my sister's name and grandmother, whose fingers were really bitten off a lot, and the personal stuff I told Stephen was true, and I mean a lot, but just the person behind the pics wasn't. I know, and I'm going to give you the answers. Just, you guys really don't know that anybody in my personal life does not know about any of this, not even my sister. Through this conversation, I am second-guessing everything about even outing her. And we very well could have used her sister's name. We could have very well used a lot more, in fact. There's a lot more that's cut out of this podcast to protect her identity. I just want to know who Abby is, and that's what I really want to get to. One of the biggest pieces of evidence that refutes these claims that Abby was responsible for Bailey Jester was the phone number that we used to track down the catfish. The number that she used with Steven was actually in her mother's name, and that's how we found her. We found her mom on Facebook, and her mom had tagged a photo of her daughters, and there she was. And it's also interesting to point out that when we're seeing these two daughters, one of the names we recognize from the Starbucks story. Because Stephen had already told us the story. And again, using the pseudonym of Ashley, we saw one of the daughters named Ashley, and we go, this has to be them. If Abby was responsible for all of this, why did the number Bailey use was in your mother's name? I'm not saying she is responsible for all of this. I took responsibility for my actions in this. Alicia, I'm willing to work with you and meet you halfway, but there's a lot of holes in your story. I'm saying she was a part of this, but yes, the people I've talked to with my phone number was me. It's hard to believe that you spent 10 years catfishing people with Abby and know so very little about who she really is. Honestly, I don't know where Abby is. She blocked me and I stopped having contact with her because I knew this whole situation was unhealthy and just bullshit. Because enough was enough to continue to make someone happy who's living in a fantasy world. She was a friend and I do feel bad for her. That may be true, but why help a person you barely know? Honestly, I don't know because I guess, like, I'm the type of person that, honestly, I really do have a big heart. So you get close to someone and think, oh hey, we're the same and outcasts. Just like the people that I did talk to on the profiles. Like, I really did care about a lot of those people as you get to know them. And I didn't know a lot of info on her because I'm the type of person that doesn't, like, start asking a lot of questions about personal life. Do you guys want the truth? And I'm honestly giving you the truth and I'm trying to give you as much information as you want. Let me know if you can put me in touch with Abby. I'm not out to damage anyone's personal life. I know, I believe you. Like, I'm gonna be seriously honest. It's a lot of the stuff I told Steven that was personal was true because I felt like I could tell him anything. He was such a nice person, so I was able to then let things out that I've never told anyone. Can I just ask that you guys do not contact any of my family? Seriously, we would never do that, Alicia. Because honestly, they know nothing about me and they already kind of pick on me, so this is the last thing I needed. I know you guys aren't out for revenge or anything. You guys just want to know what all this was about. I just wanted to ask that. I want to ease your worries. I will do everything to keep you anonymous because I believe that's respectful to you and right. Despite the fact that Kim, Steve, and many others weren't given the same respect in regards to their privacy when dealing with Bailey Jester. From the start, when she started talking to you, she said that this was, wasn't just her, that in fact, there was another person named Abby. We kind of both felt like this was a lie. Um, yeah. And, and then she kind of started, I would say guilt tripping us 
into removing her name and yeah. some of the stories off the podcast. Should we use her name? Um, do we have a right to use her name, her sister's name? Uh, I just wanted to, your take on that. It's hard. I would personally use whatever information you feel comfortable using. I don't think that she really has any right to ask you to almost protect her reputation. I don't think she has a right at all, actually. I think she said in the message to me, I never meant to hurt anybody. Like, all I want to do is be their friends. And and St- I actually really did connect emotionally with Steven. And that was all yeah. true. I never threw anything in her face. And I know you definitely didn't. didn't. You know, we know that there was, there was nude photographs exchanged uh, in an interview with Sonny. Sonny says that there was uh, some intimate rela- uh, conversations happening. That that goes way too far. And not to mention the pictures of your, your own child being used as well. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that she's imitated um, being a guy to encourage a girl to send photos of herself, you know, private photos. You know, I think that that sunny girl probably only done because she felt comfortable. Yeah, I think she's that's taken advantage, isn't it? I really want to give you all the answers, and I will, because they do deserve that. Just with my anxiety and depression, I just, the thought of being recorded is really getting to me. But I will answer anything you want to ask and tell the whole story on how this got started. If you don't want to be recorded, that's fine. I'll be sharing your answers on the podcast. Sharing my answers is fine. Is there any way you can take my sister's name out and my grandma? Your grandma's name wasn't in there. No, but what happened to her is. And the picture you sent Stephen, was that real? Yes, of her hand. I saw the picture. A dog bit her fingers off? It was a fight and she was home alone and tried to break it up. So either the dog did or the kennel slid it off. The picture didn't look like a dog bite to me, honestly. That's why we aren't sure if it was the kennel or the dogs. That was a photo of you took yourself? Yeah, I was the first one there out of the family because I was at my apartment. Everyone else was working. You took your grandma out to lunch too, right? After that happened? I believe so. I knew she couldn't do much because her hand was open and exposed and we didn't want an infection. In all honesty, I don't remember, but the whole story of the dog and her finger is yes, way true. And she gave you the hair curlers, right? Huh? Your grandma gave you the hair curlers and you even sent Steven a picture. Oh no, not that. Obviously, that was fake. So some of it was fake and some of it was real. Yes, correct. A lot of the stories were true, but also some were lies. And in replace of actual people, it would be either a fake brother or fake sister. Because in all honesty, I could sometimes forget, oh hey, you're fake, remember? So I would share real stories and events. So that's why I was asking if you guys could remove that part, because that really was real. And my sister's name is real. And I don't want that pinpointed to my sister and grandmother, because they have nothing to do with this. I'm going to consider taking out your sister's name, but the grandma's story stays. I just don't think it's fair to edit out the truth when all Bailey did for eight years was lie and manipulate people, invade personal spaces, and take advantage of trusting people. So unfortunately, Bailey doesn't get to control the story anymore. Did you find Abby yet? Does that even matter anymore? Because no matter what I say, you won't believe me because of the whole catfishing lies. But yes, I did. Well, an account associated with her. Send it over, please. She goes by Alexis Moore on there. On where? Facebook. Do you have a link? No, but I do have a pic I took from her profile. And my bad, it's Alexi Moore. Do you have that picture? Yeah, sorry, I'm at work, but here. So after a few days, a few hours of these back and forth conversations with the catfish, both Kim and I are trying to figure out who this Abby is. I think I finally got into her a little bit and started being a little more direct with her in the conversations, and she finally started to give some more information on this Abby. After saying that she had was, was blocked by her, she found a photo of her that she took from the profile. She actually says it in the message, right? Another profile associated with her. And she sends us this picture. 
so it's a super old picture and there's not even just one person in it there's two people and they're both wearing sunglasses it's a cell phone picture it's not very good the catfish doesn't even bother telling us which of these two girls in this photo is supposed to be this abby character and we don't even bother asking we don't need to we don't need to when I was looking for Kim and going through all the mutual friends in, in the UK and trying to find, a, you know, recognize a face that we knew. Anyway, I grabbed a screenshot of a profile. I, I didn't know who it was, but it just looked familiar. It just looked an interesting photo because this girl had piercing. She had like, you know, dark eyeliner. She kind of fit the profile of catfish profiles that she right. created. So when I approached, when I approached Alicia about the Abby Rios character, I said, send me a picture of her. And she sent me a picture. It ended up being the same girl. The photo she sent us of Abby, it's of two people. They both have sunglasses on, and it's a very grainy photograph that almost untraceable. And I think that was yeah. very strategic on her part because she has no idea that we actually have a screenshot of the profile that she's been using. You actually searched the name, and you were yeah. able to find an account that had mutual friends. I immediately, within seconds, searched that name, and a profile came up under that name, and it said that we had two mutual friends. About maybe five minutes later, I searched that profile up again and it was gone yeah. it had been deleted and deactivated so to me that pretty much confirms that she was also behind that account we have a single photo of abby that alicia sends us we can't put it through any face recognition search engines because not only is it a very old photo but there are also two faces and they both have sunglasses on she specifically sent us this one photo that was untraceable but little did the catfish know, we actually already had a picture of Abby. That Robert screenshotted completely on a whim. The Facebook profile was named Alexi Ray, and she was actually Kim's friend on Facebook. Ray's a character name we've come across before. Bailey Ray. Ray Rasky. Stella Ray. But the catfish says this Abby profile goes by Alexi Moore, which matches the account that Kim finds who shares mutual friends with her. And then a moment later, Kim looks it up again, and the profile has disappeared. So Alexi Moore, Alexi Ray, and this person named Abby, who the catfish says is responsible for Bailey Jester, are all the same person. So the catfish is not counting on us having this second photograph, a clear image of Abby. So how do we prove that Abby doesn't exist or that Abby's not behind Bailey Jester? How do we prove it? We find her and talk to her. We track her down and ask, were you the one behind the, these accounts? Were you Bailey? But unlike with Bailey Jester, where we had hundreds of photos, we only have a single picture of Abby. So whoever this girl is in the photos, which very well could not even be named Abby, it's very unlikely that she is named Abby or Alexi Ray or Alexi Moore. We have to find the person in this photo and ask her, are you Abby? Are you behind Bailey Jester? And she could be literally anywhere in the world. But of course, we have to try. Well, yeah, we're going to try. Coming up on the final episode of Find Bailey. So this is the girl we got to find. That's that face we have to find now. Oh, my God, it might be her. Is that her? Oh, my God, I think it's her. She created a, a fake profile, added Kim, added her Kim's friends on Facebook, and was able to steal the photos that way. This podcast was written and produced by Robert E. Hoxie and Julia Pink. 